What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I don't quit. I, I like I never known how to quit. I don't like I. It's like even if I be like, man, I'm tired. I don't I don't know how to quit. My my brain does not understand quitting. I don't have any quit bone in my body. It's like I'm gonna go down. Like I'm you gonna have to take me up out of this place. Like you know what I mean? Like when some people really say, hey, I'm gonna go to the wheels fall off. I'm really gonna go to the wheels fall off. Like, Turn my mic up. For you. Take there. Yeah yeah uh. On the road to the riches, life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right, Hustle Fam, Hustle Fam, we are back with another amazing episode. And I am here in Chi-Town, Chicago, Illinois, with my, my brother, Samaje Henderson. What's up, my man? What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? I'm 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 good, man. I'm I'm glad to be here with you. Right, right. You know, I want to learn more about what you're doing. So you were a former or you might still be an athlete. I don't yeah. want to say former athlete because you right. look like you're still pretty athletic. Right, for sure. But but you were a ball player. Yep, for sure, man. Jackson's yeah. Jackson State what was uh, it? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. Jack- Jacksonville. See, I'll be forgetting. Yeah. Jacksonville State. D one. Yeah. Yep. Ball yep. player. Yep. Point guard. Yep, for sure. There you go. And now you're in transportation and logistics. You yep. own a brokerage. Yep. Freight brokerage. Henco Henco Logistics, right? No, no, no. Hendos. 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 Yep. I'm messing up yeah. everything today. <laughs> Hendos cool. Logistics. Yep. All right. How long have you been in business? Uh, for a little over a year now. All right, all yeah. right, cool. So we're gonna get into that story. Talk about that transition from balling. I'm right. sure you had aspirations of being in the league at some point, for sure. And for you sure. actually got into business, and now right. you're in, in this crazy industry, right? Right. But first, let's start with your story, man. Tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Where you from? Uh, I'm from Chicago, um, and then so I stayed in Chicago for a little bit of my life, and I also moved to the suburbs of Chicago as well, too. So uh, I stay now like 30 minutes outside of the city. So yeah. Okay, tell me about growing up, man. What, what, how, how was it, man? Were you a good kid, bad yeah, kid? I was always, I was always a good kid. You know, my parents raised me well. You know, so we first started off staying in the city, but then you know, my mom didn't want me falling into certain things, so we moved to the suburbs. So I didn't have to. What um, suburb is that? Um, like Downers Grove, Downers Grove area. Downers Grove. Yeah, Downers Grove. It's okay. like twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes from the city, so not too far. Okay. And um, yeah, and. No, I always had, always, I never, I never needed for anything. I never needed for anything like that, but I always had a great foundation. Okay. Great foundation, yep, of people with me. That's cool. So where'd you go to high school? Uh, Downers Grove North. Downers Grove North? Yep. Were you yeah. a ball player in high school? Yeah, for sure, man. So um, Chicago sometimes player, all type of stuff like that. So one of the top players in the state during the time I was playing. Um, and, you know, for sure, I for sure loved it. Why, why, why did you get it? How did, how'd you get into basketball? It was it just natural? Did yeah. you have any other ball players in your family? Um, For sure. Like, Chicago is just is a basketball hub. That's true. You know what ben, I mean? So, who's the guy from Chicago? Ben Wilson. Ben, ben Wilson. Yeah, Ben Wilson. Ben so Wilson, yeah. Chicago is a basketball hub. So, it's like everybody, it don't matter where you play, where you stay, um, you're going to run into, if you one of them top players, top guys, you're going to run into them. So, my family always been basketball, basketball. So, um, I just, you know, gravitated towards that, put all my energy towards that. And, um, that's how I ended up growing and playing basketball and stuff like that. And I, I like loved it. You know, I had an obsession with being the best that I can be in basketball. So, uh, it was a lot. It was just in me. Got it. So mm-hmm. you wanted to go to the league? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So you, after high school, you went to college? Uh, yep. I went to college. Um, I played at Jacksonville State. So I actually did a year at, um, prep school because like my grades weren't that good. So I was literally like... I was I was going on off I was getting I was going to you know visits and stuff. My grades was bad, but I still was I still was getting offers and stuff. So I was like, man, you know, forget those grades. I'm gonna be able to be good. But then when it's time for me to commit stuff, I really couldn't I wasn't receiving the offers that I should have because of my SAT scores and my GPA and stuff like that. So I was just like, man, I had to figure life out. I had to, you know, coaches calling, figuring out my class schedule so that they can get me be able, be eligible. And um it was like coming down the last minute I came eligible, but it was really late. So a lot of the schools that I had offers from, they kind of went away. So I had to go to prep school for a year in the middle of nowhere. 
Okay. A really where, deal. Where was that? Where's the middle of North nowhere? Carolina, Greenville, North Carolina was like the middle of nowhere. Not to, you know, anybody who stayed there, I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do, Got nothing it. to do there at all. Um, so, and I was just working every single day. And then I went to Jacksonville state and played division one ball there. So tell me about that, man. How was it playing ball in Jacksonville state? Um, it was great, man. So I got to, you know, make so many great connections with my teammates playing March Madness, learn character, you know, you know, build certain habits, you know, learn how to, you know, perform on an elite level, constantly be around the the elite level of players. And we have players from Georgia, North Carolina, and we all just, you know, formed a brotherhood with each other and uh, friendships that, that I still have to this day. Were you, so, were you a starter? Uh, no, I wasn't a starter. So my first year I was playing, I was playing a decent amount, like, cause we were freshmen. Um, I was playing a decent amount because it was a COVID time. So, okay. Yeah. So it was a COVID time. I came in during the COVID year. You went to, you came in at Jacksonville during COVID in 2020. Yeah. yeah. So when COVID happened, when COVID, like, you know, everything shut down, then going like now we playing during the COVID season. So we couldn't have like as many people there. Yeah. And like stuff. In, using the bubble, like the NBA. Right, in the bubble. So too many people <laughs> couldn't come. We couldn't be around too many people. And we always had like a lot. Of, and this is when I'm, I'm, this is how I'm just getting introduced to college. So, you don't understand when you a freshman, sometimes you got older guys, like a lot of older guys. So we had, we had a lot, like you have, sometimes you have teams who have a younger build, but we had an older build. So all of our teammates was like, I'm playing with guys 23 years old, 24 mm. years old. So, you know, I got all the jokes. You mean size wise? No, no. Oh, no. oh they're that age? age? Yeah, that's their age. Yeah. How? They, yeah. they didn't graduate yet? No, nah, I ain't graduated yet. How they nah, 23 nah. years old and still nah. in college? Because, I mean. They was be, taking their time. Yeah, because they got their grad year. And stuff okay. Like that grad year and, you know, so I'm, yeah, red shirts and stuff What's like that. that? Red, red shirt. Red shirt is, yeah, red shirt is like, they don't have to, they not, they weren't going to play this year. So their coach gave them a red share year to get their body developed, so it don't count as their against their eligibility. Ah, yeah. So you know that they probably don't start school till sometimes twenty. You know what I mean? Okay. So really, their eligibility don't start till they twenty. So it was just an adjustment. You had a bunch of grown ass grown, men, grown men, man, <laughs> playing, so and you coming all in there. my teammates. I'm, I got all the jokes for all of them. You know what I mean? So because I'm so young, and I, I was looking even younger at the time. You know, so they baby face. You know what I'm saying? And everything. So it was real cool, man. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. So you start developing that bond. So, mm -hmm. at, so that was your first year. Did you ever start on that team? Or? No, no, no. So we, you play point guard. Yeah, I played point guard. So I played a decent amount, but it was we always had older guys. So like most of the all the freshmen didn't play as much. So we still played, but we didn't play as much because we had such an older team. Okay, right. And our team was so deep that like the team. The guys on our team that did not play could have started for the other team. And okay. this is the year that I really like noticed. Uh, this is the year we went to like March Madness and stuff. This is the year I noticed that like you when when a coach because I never understood this like when a coaches or, or people always say you're only as good as your as your um your team la last player oh gotcha. your last greatest player and you yeah, be yeah. like what do you mean by that like yeah. I don't understand I used to be like you just that's just a saying that people say but when you understand if your last player is that great that can be starting on the other team how great must your starting five be right you know what I mean right. so that's when I really understood that understood how how much a team matters and yeah. everything just with everything that you're doing as well so no I understand doubt the so so what was like your your highlight in in playing ball like if you could look back on your your basketball collegiate career what was like your your highlight moment my highlight moment was just i didn't play as much in the march madness game but just scoring in the march madness game you scored was, in march madness yeah i was scoring okay. in my i scored in march madness it was like the, was it a three-pointer yeah three-pointer yeah, okay was, it was hit the three-pointer for march madness game and it was it was like um, I seen uh, Grant Hill. I seen Grant Hill. He was commentating our game. I got to speak with him and you stuff. You looked at him. He was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "I was like Grant." You know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> "You see me, yeah. Grant?" I was like, "Man, I used to watch you." I told him, "I was like, I used to watch you, man." Yeah. I was like, he was like, "Oh wow." I was like, "Yeah, I used to watch you." I was like, "What did you do?" So he was just giving me a couple pointers on stuff he used to do his time back at Duke and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. okay, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So. After that, mm. you 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 graduate school. Yeah. Um, what what, no. what did you what did you major? What was your uh, major? Business thing? management. Business so management. I always knew I never wanted to really work for nobody, but um, so it was a time we went home. So I entered. I was. Uh, I'm like, okay. I went home for a little minute. I entered the transfer portal. Uh, I'm like, okay. Like, what I'm gonna do? 
because a lot of my teammates went, they was getting overseas contracts, they was getting some stuff for overseas, but it wasn't enough money. Like, you know, it was making about like 25,000, starting off 30,000, you know what I mean? For a year, seven, right. seven months, eight years overseas season. I'm like, that's not enough for me. So like, if the ball stopped bouncing, like what I'm gonna do? Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna figure something out. Went home, my dad friend got about 20 trucks. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like he got about 20 trucks. He's like, man, come try out the freight broker. And I'm like, freight broker? What do you mean freight broker? He like, just come check it out, whatever. I'm just like, all right, you you a millionaire. That's the only reason I'm coming. Like, <laughs> this is it. If you wasn't a millionaire, I probably wouldn't be coming. Right. So he like, he like, yeah, man, check it out. So I checked it out and I was like, he like, you could do it from anywhere. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to figure it out. Let me try it. Let me try it out. And I just he he had the flexible time. Mm -hmm. So me and him stayed in every single day. He was in he was in his office with me, going over it over and over until I got it. So I saved up my own money and started my own company right before I left for school. So so he was a, a freight broker, but he was like asset, he's like asset based freight broker. So he had his own brokerage, yeah, but he really didn't use it. Okay. Like so he took freight broker classes already, so he understood how the broker side worked. But he only had about like 20, he had twenty trucks of his own, so um, that's what he was managing. He so was he was more so side. focusing on the Care. carrier side. Yeah, but he wants to get he was getting towards the broker side, so he was like, you know what, me showing you and teaching you the brokerage gonna even help me. So when I get to grow my brokerage as well, so it's Got like you. I'm gonna know it as well. So, I'm like, so it's okay. a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win. So he'll he'll teach you, so you can come back and help him. Right, right, kind yeah. of. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you said you you saved up all your money, you got the brokerage started. How much was that? How much you, did it take you to get the brokerage started? I think about like four thousand, four thousand okay. bucks in total, because surety bonds and stuff like that, websites and everything. Probably about like four thousand. Yep. And this was in 2021. 20 uh, twenty was this twenty twenty twenty. 2022, right? Like, yeah, yeah so, 22. so 22, early 22. Yeah, early 22. All right, yeah. so tell me about that process. You make that transition, you're in a new industry, yeah. and you don't really know much about the industry. I mean, right. he, he kind of taught you what he could, but right. tell me about getting into it, be starting your freight brokerage. Man, it was it was, it was was rough for sure at first because even though he was, I just left for school too. So even though he was giving me all the game, it was like, I'm, I'm still gone now. Like, he still is running his own company now, so... Stuff is speeding up for him, so I give him a car. I got a car right back. I got, you know, I got other truck that just broke down or something. So it's like, it's not like I'm on the island, but I'm kind of on the island because it's like I don't have nobody to lean on no more because he got to work. Right. Like he has to, he has business that he has to handle, you know, which is understandable. So I had to figure it out, man. Just watching your podcast, really. I was watching. Really. I was watching. Yeah, I was watching okay. Track and Hustle. So I was okay. watching a lot of brokers, and you know, I was watching a, a lot of people. Just constantly calling. Like I see somebody, literally, I see somebody on your podcast and I call him. Like I, <laughs> I'm so serious. Like I call him. I will call right. him. Like I always, it doesn't matter. Like if you if you have an if you have something that I want, knowledge that I want, I don't have no problem asking. If you tell me no, I'm cool. Yeah. You know, I don't have a problem, but I will ask. I will yeah. literally ask you. So if your number's on the internet and I can get it, I'm going to call. So respectful. Go, yeah, respectful. I'm gonna call I'm like, you know, let you know who I am. I seen you on this podcast. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? If you say, yeah, man, for sure. Okay, then great. Okay. If not, never know till you ask. Got it. Nah, 100%. Man, they say right. closed mouth, don't, don't get, get fed. Don't get fed, right. So. I, I agree with that 100%. All right, so you start asking questions. You start mm -hmm. aggregating as much information as you can. Right. So talk about, you know, getting started, man. How'd you find your first customers? Right. Kind of let's get into that story. So um, I want to give a lot of game as well. So LinkedIn. Like that. We like game. LinkedIn is the place you go to get most of your customers, right? And there's a lot of great quality customers on LinkedIn, right? So as a new business owner, so I'm like, okay, maybe if I pay for everything, the money will come back. So I'm trying to pay for a lot of stuff. I'm in the library. So as soon as I get out of practice, I'm staying in the library at like 12 o'clock at night. I'm, I got, so my mom was the first one that like, um, I was going to tell her to like help me on the side. So um, my mom would be on the meetings with me and with me, like as my assistant with certain companies and stuff like that. So my mom would be, my mom would be right there. So my mom not even understanding what she's saying, but she's still like just shaking her head and act like she understand. I was like, just act like you understand, you know, <laughs> just act like you understand. Right. So. Cause I understand everything. So she was like, okay. And everything. So this is what I'm learning about the insurance and, and all these other different things. Uh, so 
it was I got my first load was one night at like I think it was like eleven o'clock and it was a customer in California up emailing, emailing, contacting people and I always said like, Hey, this is Samaja Henderson. Uh I'm not gonna give out my script, but I would just say, Hey, this is Samaja Henderson. Give out your script. I think that would be helpful. I'll give out my but, script. Yeah, but but we could get back to it. Okay, okay. Matter of fact, give me your script. I yeah. wanna hear your script. So <laughs> what, what do you tell people when so, you're on the phone? So no no no, I mean my script far as like um of the message. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's, so let's my go, script, let's get it. Okay, so my script is like, um, I'd be like, hey, this is Samaja Henderson. I'm a former basketball player at Jacksonville State. I recently just started my own brokerage. I was wondering if you have a quick moment. I got a question, right? So they'd be like, oh, yeah, for sure, man. So I just wanted to give them a little bit about myself. You know, so in business, I find it better when you, you know, show what, show your personality a little bit, you know, cause everyone calls with the, Hey, you know, this is that and the third. So I want to let them know, Hey, I'm a real actual person. I'm calling. I'm, I'm I have information. I, I want a question. I have that question. So it'd be like, yeah, man, for sure. Some of them don't reply. Some of them like, I already know it's logistics work. I'm not going to ask. So some of them be like, okay, what's up, man? Like for sure. Like, Oh, I used to love ball. So I'm like, I get a mix between. So he's like, yeah, I love ball. Actually, man, I got a low for you. I got four. I'm like, I'm like, you got four? I'm like, yeah, I got it going from California to Ohio. I'm like, man, I do the mileage. I'm like, it's about 2,000 some miles. How much I can make off this? I make about seven, $800. I'm like, okay, cool. So I, as soon as I get the load, I, I call my uncle like, I don't know what to do. I got the load now. Like, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you the rest of the details later. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm just waiting. I'm literally like getting out of practice, waiting, waiting. He gave me all the details. So it was going from California to Ohio, um, moving my first load. And it was like, I, so I had practice. I set everything up. I had practice the next, the next so, so this is off a cold call? No, no, no. It was off email. I oh, haven't oh, even. So that I didn't script just, was an email. That script. Was, it was a, it was a, it was like a DM, a direct message on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. You I didn't even speak to him. I never spoke words. Got you. To and to that, the so that's what you said. You gave him who you are, your background, yep. and they said, "I got a load for you." Yeah, I got a that load. That easy. For you. That easy. Okay. That easy. So I let them know. He was. So I just told him, I specialize in this, not knowing that. You don't. When you start off, you don't really specialize in anything. You specialize in everything. Well, whatever can make you right. Some whatever money. can make you some money. So I specialize in whatever you move. Really, whatever you move, I specialize in. Right. So, <laughs> gotcha. so I specialize in this, and he's like, "Okay." Now, did like, you automate that for the script? Like, none. like did you do it to where, or you just manually looked at what he did? Yeah, and I said, was, "I'm I specialize in that." I was hungry. Yeah, okay. I was just hungry. It was Got like, it. "Okay, I know what you. I, I go to your website. You do this. Okay, I specialize in what type of freight do you move?" I, I move all, we move FTL. I specialize with FTL and FTL, <laughs> LTL. So whatever you move and just in case you may do LTL, I specialize with that too. Right. So you're like, okay, great, man. So um, I can, I was like, I was like, okay. Um, he gives me the load. And then, so I got practice the next morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. And I, when's I, this load going out? Early in the morning, like 8 a.m. Next day. Yeah, next this is no the load was going out I think like two days, the next two days. Okay. So I found a truck. And you know, I don't have any credit too. So this is another problem you're gonna run into. You gotta have credit. Certain certain trucking companies don't want to work with you because certain brokers have in the past don't pay. They don't pay. They have right. bad history of paying. So as a trucking company, they may not want to work with a new broker because you don't have any credit. So I'm like, let them know, man, I use a factoring company. So I didn't have the the load was about like over six thousand dollars. So here's some more. Like when you don't have the money to, you know what I'm saying, fund your own trucking business and everything like that on the broker side, you can get a factoring company that assists you with, you know, not having the funds to pay the truck. So long as the long as the company has good credit, they'll um they'll advance you the money for the load. Gotcha. And everything. So um I end up doing that. So I got practice early in the morning. I told my mom early, like, I'm going to practice. I need you to just make this call, make sure he picked this load up and everything. He's like, okay, cool. So I get the load. I, I send over the rate confirmation for for the uh, for the truck and stuff. He signs and everything. I'm like, oh, my goodness. 
I get the load. He like, man, we got it picked up. So I was just like so nervous. I was happy. I sent the truck driver some money for some food and all type <laughs> of stuff just to make sure he got it there on time. I'm like, man, anything you need, you need something to eat, I got you. So, right. He's like, who man. is this guy? Yeah, he was Doing like, all man, this, he paying for my food. This dude's sending me food vouchers. Yeah. And yeah. All that. I so, like this guy. Yeah, for sure. So that's no, I never I got did. that treatment ever in his life. Nah. So I had to, I had to make sure. I always make sure I take care of my truck drivers who take. Who For sure, no, hundred percent. So that was the first load. First load ever. I was like, and the thing was, I told you. So I was telling my, I was telling my mentor about it as well. So I, I'm like, the thing was, I never got the, the freight quote sheet signed from my customer, right? So mm. you know that you need before. So before you move any loads, you gotta make sure that they sign the freight quote sheet from your customer. Right, because they can just say, "Hey, the Molo's moved already. We didn't sign anything. We didn't, you know, we didn't say that this was the price. They could right. just not pay you." Right. So you just like, like I'm "Thank just, you." Yeah, thank you. So I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh my goodness." So I'm calling, calling, calling around, and I literally like, "Man, you guys, can you sign this?" He was like, "Yeah, man, I'll sign it." Because I was nervous. I'm like, "Man, I'm about to owe this truck like five thousand dollars." Yeah. I ain't got five thousand to pay you, man. Right. Right. So <laughs> it was like, I was like, okay. He signed it and everything got everything was cool. So I was like, I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> I ain't doing that no more. You learned your lesson. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Got it. All right. So that so that was one. So how do we how do we start building off of that first win? Mm. And we start getting. Do you start continue to work with that guy or tell mm. me about it? So it really. So it was like more because you know sometimes when you some customers that you get you have great relationships with them. Some of them you just gonna move one load and they never give you another one. Right. So. That was one of them. I got one, never moved another one for him. And then now my season coming up. So I'm still calling it. I got other customers. So literally, I was even posting during it. I would get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, still post, still post on my LinkedIn. And then days we got off before the season started, I'm going to view, going to see customers. I'm going to walk into their office, going to speak with them. Even when they tell me don't come, I still come. (laughs) So I even still come. How do you do that? How, How do you set those appointments? How do you show up? Yeah, just show up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Talk it ain't to no, the it, Yeah, if not even. It's how, not, how how do you prospect what shippers you want to go you want to go see? Um, just by looking up what type of material, what type of products they move, um, and my knowledge on it. So I don't I don't really specialize with a lot of like flatbeds and stuff like that, because I heard that um, it don't pay as much just depending upon the products that's on there. You know, so I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna stay here first, and then I'm gonna gradually take over the entire market. Okay, but I'm gonna start here. And everything, so I would even go to truck stops. Like, man, who? Where do you guys go pick the most? Like, yeah. Um, what's, like, what's the niche you were, you were focusing on right now? Well, then. Oh, then and I was. We can talk about. We okay. Get to now. Um, right then, I was focusing on specifically like drive-ins. Okay. Drive-ins. Then I was focusing on reefers. So it's like when you first start and you're just trying to get freight. You're just trying to get money. You're yeah. trying to start making money and, you know, start to move freight. So, okay. I was just going everywhere, going to try to meet them. Even they were like, man, I, I have a meeting today. I can't, I can't make it. Okay. Okay, cool. What time do you guys close? All right. I got to practice at 12. I'll be there before four. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there before four. Yeah. So that tell was, me how, tell me how, give me an example of how those meetings would go. Uh, it would be like, um, I'm like, uh, Hey, are you, cause you know, you look up their name already. Hey, like, are you Dan? He's like, yeah, who are you? I was like, oh, this is Marjorie. I spoke with you on the phone. It's not as easy to tell someone no in person as it is over the phone. Right. You know? So somebody can always turn you down over the phone, but when they're in your face, you'd be like, man, you know, <laughs> this, you'd be this like, dude's this, here. this guy wants to move my freight. So right. uh, that's how it was. Morning. And what would you go with in hand? Just my, just, your I would card, have my business, have, yeah, my business card. I would just have my business card. Got Literally you. my business card and um I met a lot of great people too. So And what and when you go to somebody, what would be like your goal in your head? Like I wanna walk out of here with obviously it's a freight, mm-hmm. but like what's the small win you wanted to like get out of visiting those places? Um I wanted to at least get their try to I try to get their personal number if I can. I'll try to get their personal number, um, their email, and then um for sure like the, uh, their volume of freight their value of free and the possibilities as much information as I possibly can. I want, I want to, I think the biggest thing in sales is like people don't understand that it's doing business. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to do business with somebody I don't like, you know? So it's mostly just being yourself. I want someone to understand that like, 
hey, I'm a new company, but I'm still going to do great business. Like yeah. I'm, I'm learning, but we're going to learn together. I'm always going to be transparent with you and I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you my best at all times. Yeah, it's interesting that you said that in, in that transparency piece, right? You said, I'm a new company. I'm right. learning. I want right. to learn with you. A lot of people feel as though they have to go and say, I got, you know, tons of freight. I'm moving this. I've been in the game for 30 years. Right. We have a combined experience of 30. Why did you choose to not do that when a lot of people will tell you to fake it till you make it? Right. Tell me about that. Because that's what everybody else do. That's what everyone else does. Because... As they said, after so many phone calls and you hear someone say, what's different than everyone else? What's different than everyone else? So you just be like, you're just like, uh. All right, guys, Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. Right. What is different than everyone else? I mean, I know I'm different, but what services do I offer that other brokerages don't offer? You know, and I was just like, it just made me think, like, what do I offer? You know, so I just really had to think, what do I offer? I know I, I don't know what other brokerages offer, but I know I offer trustworthy service. I know uh, if something goes wrong that you can rely on me to give you a call and not to hear about the freight is has not delivered or you know because you have some brokers when certain things go wrong they just won't say anything and just just say hey i'm too embarrassed to even call this customer and letting them know so i want them to know that's why i always go in person sometimes i try to go in person to let them know hey i'm a real person behind the phone here's my personal number here's this number i'm always you're able to get access to me any time of the day and when I say I'm going to do my best to get something done in my best ability, I really mean that. And if I can't, I'll always let you know ahead of time or as soon as I get the information that anything has happened. Because that's mm. the best that we can do as a broker on the side. We can't control uh, what the carrier does. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. What's the best thing that came out of one of those visits? Like that you could think of where you had a, a, a good opportunity or something that even is a current opportunity of yours, right? Like, mm -hmm. like let's kind of drive that home. You you walk around, you visit all these people. Has, has it helped? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tell me about it. Yeah, so um, I actually sat down with a, a big company who I'm still working on now. Um, I know that company was worth about like $2 billion. Um, and, and it was morally uh, questions, right? Constantly asking questions to your customer. When you're on the phone, and everything you want to make sure that you get the customer engaged in every chance you get because they don't want to hear you speak all day they want to people love to hear about themselves people love to talk so i'm like okay what i'm gonna do i'm gonna let you talk so ask you questions about this you know break the ice a little bit so i always ask them great questions great questions lead into answers that i need to get their freight moved and you know so i asked so Give me some examples of those questions. Okay. Are you, trying, you know they're trying, trying to get all the game. Hey, okay, listen, so, that's what that's what so, truck and hustle is about, baby. Right, we want sure. the game. So if I so if I'm like um if I say, Hey, um, this is Samaja Henderson with Hindos Logistics, how are you doing today? We go on and speak, and I say, These are the three pillars of my company. This, this, and this, right? These are the three pillars of my company. Now, which one of these would be best use for you? Because if a company says, hey, we're a new company and we need price, price is our main point. OK, I know that. So I have to let you know that if we're doing price, we may not be as best fit for you because I'm not going to use any drivers that don't have the best quality. Right. So we use carrier 411 to vet all our carriers. So we make sure that all of them have a great driving record. So if you want cheap freight, you're going to get cheap results. You're going to have trucks who break down. You're going to have people who aren't always trustworthy. So and I let them know that ahead of time. I'm like, if this is what you're only focused on price and there's nothing else, then it's probably not the best business deal. Mm. But if once you say all the qualities that you that you offer, they say oh, all of those sound great. <laughs> OK, great. So this is what we specialize in. We want to make, we always make sure that we put our best foot forward in getting 
you all of these results. Yeah. How receptive are they when you sit down and ask them? Because we know that this industry, people don't have time. Right. They don't want to be interviewed. Yeah. Right. They're like, hey, hey man, listen, I got to I got to get to this warehouse. I got these guys. Yeah. How, how do you how do you break through that and you get them to sit down with you and answer those questions and take them through that process? So one of my so one of my calls. So my mentor was like, man, make a call right now. Make a call right now. So he had me on the spot and this is a crazy thing. So he like had me, he had me on the spot, like make a call because he had someone he wanted me to like show how to be a broker. And I'm on a call, we're recording it. I still got the recording in my phone. And he was like, man, that was a great question. I have never, no one's ever asked me the that question. question. That, the guy? Yeah. What's the question? Like, Come on, man. We, what? What's the what? question that he okay. asked that he so he was a great question? No, so he was like, so the three pillars of my company, yeah. like trustworthy service, uh, fair rates, and um, I forgot one other thing I told him. Um, they still the pillars, aren't they? No, 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 no. I was saying... Not the three pillars of my company because I don't want to give no one the three pillars of my company because I don't want you to base your information off just mine. Got you know it. what I mean? Because certain things may vary in certain different industries as a broker. So that's why I want. So when you're doing these things, make them to your liking. Don't base, you know, because don't just you, copy. Yeah, and paste. Don't don't copy and paste. That's got to be really, you. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to say my three, because yeah, yeah. then when you get on the phone, you try to sound like me It's like. You're not me. You I understand. I mean? so, That's fair. So that is why I, did. I want you. So you can say the three pillars or however many pillars in your company, what you base your company off. Right. And then when you give them this information, they'll just be like, uh, OK, that's great. That's a great question, man. I've never been asked this type of question. You know, so he was like, um, could we sit? I'll ask him, can we sit down? You know, can we sit down? He was like, you know what? Actually, I'll be in town in this day. So the questions that you ask can separate you automatically because it's just like, hey, like I get a million calls a day. If you ask me a question that, I, that I'm not accustomed to hearing, then it's like, okay, this guy might have some value for me. He can, mm. he can access, he can, he's, he's an asset. He's not someone who's just like everyone else calling my phone. So that is why I say ask great leading questions, not just questions that you know, even though we like here, me and him here, and I'm giving you guys game on the brokerage side. Don't just use what I say. You add your flavor to it because that is what's going to differentiate your company from mine and from everyone else. Yeah, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I like that. I'm having so, fun, man. Where'd yeah. you get that from? Um, it's just from constantly just wanting to be different. You know, uh, even people that want to start truck company, no podcasts like this. You, you're gonna steal what truck and hustle do. <laughs> but you but you you're gonna steal what they do you're gonna go to you know maybe million dollars worth of game how they deliver their message and you're gonna add your flavor into it mix it up and then whatever comes out of it is gonna be your podcast but but my question is where did you get the thought to ask those questions did, did your mentor teach you that or did you just introspectively say this is how i want to lead this is how i want to get business i want to ask some questions where did you get that thought from um i that I, sounds taught yeah uh would no one taught me that no okay. one taught me that I just constantly watch YouTube. Everyone says, I just watch a lot of sales. And they said questions nine times out of 10 leads to deals because um, you'll be able to learn more about the person by the questions that they ask. Because honestly, if me and, if me and someone's having a conversation and they ask me very basic questions, I understand where their mind is. They have you know very basic knowledge of the industry. You're not asking me any questions that really show me that you have any knowledge, you mm. know what I mean? So. How do you deal with objections when people are saying, since we're talking sales, oh, when right. people say, hey, I, I don't got time right now, man. Right, oh. You know, I'm sure you hear it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you, uh, you talk, to, email me. Right, yeah, email. Send me email me, so send me email. You always want, don't, don't leave a call, try to your best. Sometimes they're just gonna hang up on you. Like, I got people who hang up on me Facts. all the time. They Especially just, in transportation. Yeah, they gonna hang Bang. up on you. They gonna hang up on you, they gonna try to curse you out. You know, I didn't have people say, you're the smallest company ever. Like, get off the phone. <laughs> you know, just hang up, hang up the phone on me. I'm just like, okay. I, so this is the, this thing too. So I'm so competitive where I write these things down, right? So I'm so competitive. I write these things down. I'm like, okay, I'm the smallest company. I'm the smallest. So you company. write what they say to yeah, you. Yeah, I write these things down. They're little jokes. Yeah, yeah. I write these things <laughs> down. So I would be like, okay. I'll make sure I remember that. Remember that. <laughs> I'll make sure I remember that. So when I call you next time and we everywhere, I'll be like, you remember what you said last time? I was like, I got the date and the time. Right. So, I got receipts. <laughs> I got receipts, dude. Your name, James. Right. 
Right. The name's James. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right, yeah. right, right. So, um, eat your heart out, James. <laughs> Make sure I get, yeah. Make sure you remember this when I'm moving your freight. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I'm signing the Raycon, smallest company ever. <laughs> so, something like that. You That's know? Funny. So, um, yeah, man. Now, I, I was so we was talking just to get you back on track. Yeah. We were talking about dealing with objections. That's oh, yeah. Okay. There. Okay. Just want to make sure. Okay. So <laughs> dealing with the objections, I just, I just, I know it comes with the game. You know, I know I'm gonna hear more no's than I hear yes. So you got to be prepared for it mentally, and you have to constantly like, I'm really big in going to the gym. So you also have to. I don't think people talk about exercising your mind the way you exercise your body. You know what I'm saying? Because when you handle so many objections and so many no's, you got to be mentally ready to handle the nose so that when that yes comes you're ready you know what i mean because you got to be able to handle that adversity because hearing no all day get tired how do you sure. do that because that sounds easy mm-hmm. like it's like what you're saying makes sense but how do you exercise your mind to hear no i read i read and and listen to knowledge like what helps me a lot is like watching podcasts like this because you understand that like what a lot of people that you have on the podcast, nothing is smooth sailing. There's always some bumps in the road and everything that you do. So you understand that like, okay, I'm not the only one in the world who's hearing no. Because sometimes you'd be like, hey, it's just me. It's just me. Like, <laughs> right. They just don't want me to move their freight no more. I guess it's just like, this is not the industry for me. They don't want me to move their freight. So, you know, it's just, you're like, ah, this may not be for me. But you got to understand it's a competitive industry. Everyone is trying to move their freight. You know, you just called, but 15 other people just called them about an hour later. So you just got to understand the person who's the most consistent and persistent to do the best job for them. Nine times out of 10, they'll give you a shot. No doubt. What's the what was like the change? I guess starting out early. What was like the changing point to where you like knew that, okay, I, I got this now, I, I feel comfortable, or maybe you're still going through this, right? Because mm. you're still young. You're yeah, still, still young. Right. Only a year in the game, right? Mm. But when did you feel comfortable brokering freight to where it wasn't like scatter? Right. Like, oh, I got a load. What do I do next? Right. Like, tell me about that. What was that moment for you? Um, I would say I got comfortable moving freight like three months in. Because after you get the hang of it, it's like, it's like clockwork. It's, you know. It's just like a job. After you do something for so long, you start to get the hang of it. But, I mean, to the point where I just knew exactly what to do. I'll probably say seven months, seven to six months, where as um, you can learn, as the owner of a company, you, as you very well know, you do the bills, you do all these different type of things. So you learn all of these qualities of the broke of the brokerage. You learn how to do the billing. You learn how to find the trucks because other companies they have a, a, a broker side and then they have a carrier side you have experience in both so you know how to negotiate with the carriers and you know how to negotiate with the customers as well so um i'll say about six months got it now as you started to grow did you begin to niche it down yeah or did you keep your offerings kind of general as mm. you started so talk, talk about that so it was kind of um it was kind of a blessing and a curse that i started the industry uh, in, in a bad time because I learned how to navigate in a bad market because, you know, when COVID hit and a lot of, you know, a lot of people came into the industry as we were speaking about earlier during COVID. Yeah. Right. So um, when there's a high demand of when there's a low demand of supply, but a high demand of trucks, the 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 amount of freight that's going to be moved out is, is low, lower. So. Yeah all the trucks are going to be taking super low rates. And this is why you have a lot of guys taking horrible, horrible, uh, horrible loads for super cheap. There's some loads that I'm on, that I'm speaking to customers like, how much are this getting moved for if I don't get the load? They're like, oh, I'm moving this for $700. I'm like, how are you moving this for $700? This is about a thousand miles. Like, oh, um, they, they took it. Hmm. I mean, hey, you got them to take it. I'm not taking that because I'm not making nothing. You know, so that's what and then I think that is also a misconception as well on the broker side is that a lot of carriers don't think they think that the broker controls the whole market when it's really the customer. Because really, in hindsight, the carriers control the market, because if you're not willing to move the freight, then the whole thing does not work. This does not work. It doesn't matter what the customer wants. It matters how much the carrier is willing to get it moved for. So if you are willing to get it moved for a super cheap rate, you're the one who's messing the market up. 
Yeah. What, what are your and and there's a lot of friction between mm-hmm. brokers brokers yeah. and carriers. Carriers <laughs> don't always love brokers. Oh yeah, I but didn't have they that they deal. look at brokers as a necessary evil, right? Yeah. You have, especially if you're of a certain size, you yeah. have to go through brokers, right? If you right. don't have direct shippers. Right. So what are your thoughts on, on that relationship and how do you deal with your carriers and how do you right. keep it fair mm-hmm. to make sure that you're making your money because you are providing a service. Right. At the same time, you want to make sure your carriers are eating as well. Mm-hmm. How, how do you go about that? I always go about it by asking my cust- my carriers, like, is this is this fine? Like, you know, ask them, how much will you get it moved for first? So as a broker, I always ask my, my carrier, how much can you get this moved for? Right. So um, and this is how I work in the best interest of my customers and my carriers. So I ask my carriers, how much are you comfortable getting this load move for? I'm not just sometimes I get a rate that it, that this is what it is. But you have some customers you work with that say, hey, what's the, what could you get out on this? So I ask my carriers, man, how much could you get this move for? Some of them just they just like try to say something like crazy you'd be like come on man like, <laughs> like i asked you this so i can make sure you get good right, and you're, we're, we're you're, trying to help yeah, here. you're trying to help you here we're not you're not like do you want to move this load or not like come on right. so i always ask them hey man what, what are you comfortable moving this load for so that we you know you're comfortable and then i go back to my customer i have my percentage on i say hey this is how much we can get this move for you're like okay cool man that's less than what i thought it was going to be moved for. and i'm like okay because i want to save you money at the same time, still having my carrier be satisfied with the amount of money he makes. Right. So you start with the carrier, making sure they're good. Right. Then you could add your upcharge on mm-hmm. that, then bring that to the customer and say, hey, this is this is the number. Right. And yeah. that way everybody's happy. I mean, that seems fair to me. Yeah. And it goes always back to what I said at the beginning, asking great questions. Right. Ask. I asked the customer, how much can you how, how much are you looking to get this low move for? He asked me, how much can you get it moved for? Give me a second. I, I, let me check. Yeah. And then I asked my carrier, how much can you get this load? So it's all great questions leading to the destination where we want to do is get the freight move. Do you think there are bad brokers out there who try to take advantage? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. they because even when I get on the phone with certain brokers, they're like, man, I've had so many bad experiences with brokers and all that. I'm just like, that's why it's always important to always be transparent with my bro- like with my carriers. Like, Man, if you have a problem or anything, if payment has not hit your account, give me a call. Like, I'm always making sure that you, I want to make sure you guys get paid on time. I want you guys to get paid fast. And I just want to be able to build a relationship with you guys. Because without you, without the carriers, as a broker, you're nothing. Without someone to move your freight, you, you, you like, you're not valuable. If you, it's, it's a relationship-based business. It's a relationship-based business. So you always have to make sure that, you know, you build great relationships in the industry. Because relationships is everything. Got it. As a as a small business and as a broker, how do you set goals for yourself to for financially? Right? Because mm. you do do you have a certain number or a target that you like to hit on a weekly, monthly mm. basis, uh, quarterly? Mm. How are you how are you managing your finances to right. make sure you stay profitable and you make money as a business? Just tell right. me about your thought process right. around that. So my thought process going into that is always just like okay. I have a goal in mind. So I always write down certain numbers based off what we did last month. Okay, I want to do this because of the based off the growth that we had the, the month uh, previous. But you have to understand sometimes the volume of freight changes because of the times that we're in. So I say, okay, um, I just do my measurements like, okay, I, I want to do this, but I understand that may, one of my customers may not have as much this month. I know that they usually say, hey, peak season's coming up. We're slowing down right now, so but it's coming up. So I always try to base it off um, new cut. You you really can't, you really cannot say this is exactly what I want to make because. But do you have like a minimum where you yeah, say I need yeah. to be here? In yeah, order I have to- a minimum of like okay, say if it's like um, in profit. If we want to make for the month, if I want a minimum profit seven seven thousand, we need to minimum profit seven thousand for a month. You know, okay, cool. We're going to profit 7000 a month. How many loads would that be? Um, okay. How many, you know, you just do, because on average, certain customers, you, you make about $200 per load. Some months is really great. Some yeah. months you have really great months and you're just like, okay, man, we didn't, we didn't done uh, in revenue. We didn't done 70000 this month or we didn't done 65000 And you're just like, okay, cool. And how many loads was this? Okay, let me break this down. You're like, all right. So on average, if you want to beat this, we got to do this amount of loads in this month. You know stuff like that so 
Um, How do you track those goals? You have like a board or something yeah, like that. I got vision. Goals? I'm really big on vi vision boards, man. Vision boards. I got everything mapped out. So anything that's coming already, I'm already planning for it. I'm mm -hmm. already. My mind is. I'm. I'm a visionary on where I see myself and my company being years and years down the line. And I know that a lot of people, and this is a, a lot of game for a lot of people as well. You don't always sometimes, in my opinion, don't even have to be the best. You just got to be able to last the longest sometimes. I just got to out, outlast you, right? So if you have someone, for example, uh, um, a trucking company who who's doing so great, who's doing super great, but someone who just stand along, stand along, stand along, and they continue and they just taking, rolling with the punches, the other company in. So guess what? You know, that opportunity for that, that company that's just stayed there is going to grow because the trucks that took over this particular area in this market now it's went out of business. Now you get to have all of that for Yeah. Just because you lasted the longest. Stay in power. Stay, Stay in power. Yeah. Yep, I, 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 like, I like that. I like that. Um, what was I going to ask you next? Oh, you uh, you started hiring. You have an employee now. Yep, yep. I have an employee what, what, now. At what point did you get an employee? Why was it important for you to get an employee? Tell me about that process for you. Um, so as a newer business, you want to make sure that you keep expenses low but profits high, especially because you in a growth stage. So I was moving a lot of loads. Like I was having, so like my biggest move um, of yet probably was like about 80 loads in a week. So 80 loads in a week, I'm like, I don't have any time. Even though my company's making money, I'm not growing. And people are like, how aren't you growing if you're making money? You're not growing because you're not constantly adding new customers on during this process. You're only for when it's just me, I'm looking for trucks, right? I'm not, I'm not I'm not adding new customers on while I'm looking for trucks. So even though we're making more money, I'm not growing because I'm not reaching other companies at the same time. We're staying at the same place. But someone who's just looking directly at the money is like, no, we're growing. No, you're not. You know, because you're still here. You're not reaching other customers during this time. So it's like, okay, even though I got this money in this week, all right, uh, how many calls, how many sales calls have we made? None. We've only talked to carriers. So no growth. You just made money. You know right. What I, mean? I do. I do. So you hired somebody. Yeah, I hired someone. In order to do what? What's your I job? hired someone specifically for the carrier side. So when I have a customer that says, hey, we need 64 loads moved this week. All right, cool. Send them over here. You're specialized with the carrier side. Get this get this product moved. I'm still hemming the phones. I'm calling the you're phones. You're working on vision and you're working on sales. Right. I'm working on sales and I'm working on bringing more business in. Got you. Mm -hmm. Got you. So that person that you hired, they're, they're like a free agent? Yeah, free well? agent. Specifically carrier side. Spe specifically Just they're, they're managing the carriers. Yep, managing all the carriers' relationships. So now I have all my carriers, I you know sp speak to them specifically. Hey, anything dealing with any loads? Because it takes time when you're on the phone, you're calling customers, and then your carrier says, hey, this happened. You know, Now I have to stop what I'm doing, call my customer yeah. and do all this. So my carrier side was going to handle that side. Let me know, hey, this has happened. Okay, I'll handle that when I handle it. But my carrier didn't have to interrupt me from doing what I'm doing. So they're kind of like a dispatcher. Yeah, dispatcher. Yep. For, um, for, the, for the most part. Mm -hmm. So in terms of, so you just pay them like a salary, like yep. a salary or mm -hmm. whatever, hourly wage or whatever. Yep, yep. Hourly wage. Maybe. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Now you said you know where you're going. So where are you going? Where is the business going? What are your goals for the upcoming year? Um, my goals for the upcoming year is to add three trucks on, so three hopper trailers. Um, so um, as well, what I always say, man, um, every person that you come across, always make your imprint um, because it's very important to build great relationships with your customers and your carriers, right? Because your carriers allow you, um, I allow other people's mistakes. I'm allowed to learn from other people's mistakes. So I got some carriers that say, hey, man, I just bought this new truck. It was horrible. I'm like, Okay, cool. I want to get some trucks. So what's the best truck to get? Man, get this type of truck. Cause this truck just was horrible, man. It was this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, cool. So, all right, now I know. Can you help me, you know, look for a truck? You're like, yeah, man, what I want you to do, go to Facebook Marketplace, send me these type of trucks, look for these specific type of trucks, and send them to me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to send them all to you. Let me know. He like, let me, I was like, so can you let me know which ones are the best ones? He like, okay, yeah, I'll do that for you. And then I have my mentor, me and my mentor will go out, check out the engines and stuff like that. Based off the industry that I'm in, he gonna let me know, man, he's the best trucks. So you really just built built a great relationship with someone and 
the relationship that you built with someone has stopped you from making certain mistakes that they've made. Mm. Yeah, I like I like that, man. As I listen to you, I, I like the fact that you're not afraid to be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. That I think a lot of people have that problem, mm-hmm. and it and it and it and it it handicaps them mm-hmm. because people want to feel like they know everything and no they want to feel like they're in control. But if you're vulnerable, number one, it makes people want to help you, mm-hmm. right? Number n- number one, it you're able to put your real questions and feelings and thoughts out there, right? Because you're not afraid to just expose yourself, right? Even like the way you do business, like, hey, I'm a new business. Let me learn with you. All those right. things. That's vulnerability, right? But number two, it makes people want to help you because it's mm. like, oh, this person is transparent. They're real. They're vulnerable. Mm. Let me help him out. Right. Let me help this. He he needs mm. yeah. me. Yeah. He needs me. Yeah. Everybody wants to be. But really, you're sitting yeah. there like, come on and help me. <laughs> yeah. Help me out. Help me out. Help come me out. Third man. But hands. but come the thing but me. the thing is is like. Okay, you help me out, I can help you as well. Exactly. I can help you as well. And when I say that, it's not from like a, you're not trying to use anybody. Right, right. It's genuine. Yeah, right. But you're willing to let people come pour into you, and then I'm going to pour back into them. Right. And now we have this big circle of reciprocity. Yeah. That helps build each other, everybody. Unity. All tides lift. Yeah, unity. We all all work together, man. So it's like you build in a family within your company. So it's like, man, even though you're not a part of my company, you're a part of my company because you just added to my company. So anything that you ask, any questions that you may have about the brokerage side, I'll answer them for you. Yeah. You know, so hey, what questions do you have? I'll answer them for you. I'll let you know the conversations that me and the customers are having right now. I'll gotcha. let you know. So that you can understand because I want you to be happy as well. It's not a one sided thing. Got it. What do you feel about like when brokers post like like their their revenue and how much money they make and stuff like that? Is that taste is that tasteful or is that not a good practice um i mean it's just it just sometimes some if you're trying to teach people sometimes it's monkey see monkey do people want to see people who make money that's right and if if you're trying to teach people how to become brokers that's for sure something that that but that's that's appealing but at the same time the carriers should know that like you're getting the lump sum of the money right like the brokers not like if if these brokers are really getting a lot of money the cust- the carriers are making the most. The carriers gonna make the most. So really, when you if you say I made thirty million, that's let's say you have a ten percent margin or something like that, or right. whatever that margin may be. Right. That's a bunch of carriers that yeah. you made money for. Is what you're right? Yeah. So that, even right? though even though the carriers, what's the what's the general margin for a broker for you? Um, I keep that stuff personally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give my well, margins well, out. Well, that's why I said for a broker. Right. Okay. For typically. a broker. For a you broker, say what you make. yeah. For a broker, typically, um, it ranges. It because it ranges with, I would say it ranges between five to twenty percent with certain brokers. And the reason I say as low as five, because the volume. Some carriers have a large volume, so they don't want. Some customers have a large volume, so they don't want you to have as big of a profit margin. For sure, you know. So it's like, hey. If we're giving you 100 loads a week, we need you, you, know, you need you, to skim that yeah, back. Yeah, you need to skim this back, man. I'm like, okay, cool. It I, understand it. I understand that. But if you only giving me 10 a week, my profit margin is going to go up. Right. So that's why I said it just varies. It varies. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, we talked about where you're going, where you're building. So you said you're going to add some hopper trailers on. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, so you're going to grow in, in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, right now you have one employee. The mm-hmm. business is growing. Yeah. You said you don't want to share revenue. No, no, no. You want to give us a round what you, what you, what um, you we, did? We, we didn't, re- it's going we to be good for the YouTube title. We didn't did over six figures in a year. Over six we did, figures. Okay. We didn't did over, we didn't actually did over six figures in three months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We didn't do over so six figures. So you probably figures. had about like 500, probably like, a, like half a mil, somewhere we, around We it. didn't done over six figures in a yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, All right. Yeah, we didn't done over six figures in like three months. So, um, and, it, and it's just constant work, man. And honestly, I try not to, because if you so money results um, based you could probably get you can get lost in you know get lost in a lot of stuff you 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 rob yourself from the joy of the industry you know what i mean because even though you're in the industry to make a lot of money you're in the industry because this is something that you love to do something Mm. that you know what i mean because it has to be bigger than money because money will drown it out after you have the money is like man i don't even have the motivation to come move no more freight like hey if this truck don't bring this load in oh well that's right so they even feel bad about yeah. asking that question, man. Yeah. Man, that was a great answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I don't ask nobody about their money anymore, man. I'm yeah. just like, let's just talk about the joy of why yeah. you do what you do. Why you, you know, you know what, what I mean? So because it's just like, all right, I'm. <laughs> this guy's a spit. He's he's good. He's good because it has to. It has to be like it has to be more than the money. It has to because after you got the money, it's like. I could be done. Yeah. I'd just be done. I'll sell my business. It's like, nah, it has to have a more meaningful, you know, that's why my company's name is Hendo's Logistics. Henderson is my last name. So anything that I have that do that deals with Hendo's Logistics, I take pride in it because it's my last name. Mm. You know, my grandmother, my family has my last name. So I don't want to attach my name to something if I'm not going to do my best with it. I love that. So is that is that your why? Yeah, yeah. My my family is my why. Um, my mother, my father, my grandmother for sure. My cousin that's on my arm, and stuff like that. Um, so my family is always my why. Is why I go so hard because I want my family to enjoy the life that that I envision myself having already. Mm. So. Gotta no kids it. yet? No kids. No, no. Plan, plans for any kids? Any expecting any? No, no, I ain't expecting that. I ain't expecting that. No, 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 I ain't expecting that. I ain't expecting that no time soon, but for sure down the line, yeah. Down the line. And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to be, uh, I'll for sure want to leave something here after I'm gone. I want people to be like, you know, my grandfather did this. This is why we made so much money. And this yeah. is why we're in the position. I want to be. At. Like, I'm going to be that. So. For sure. What's the biggest, give me like your biggest productivity hack or the thing that you think is the key to your success so far? If you could if you could boil it down to one thing, what would it be? I don't quit. I, I like, I never know how to quit. I don't, like, I, it's like, even if I be like, man, I'm tired. I don't, I don't know how to quit. My, my brain does not understand quitting. I don't have any quit bone in my body. It's like I'm gonna go down. Like I'm, you gonna have to take me up out of this place. Like you know what I mean. Like when some people really say, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the woods, fall off." I'm really gonna go to the woods, fall off. Like we just gonna be riding. Like we just gonna be, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna be riding. We gonna be crawling. So yeah, I, I don't have a, I don't have any quit in me. Like I'm, 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 I'm what you see is what you get. Like really, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm really gonna go after it when I say I'm gonna do something. He that boy. Yeah, he's him. He's him for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, this has been dope. So, you know, traditionally, you watch, you watch the show. So, you know, we always have to end off with, one, where people can connect with you and learn okay. more about mm -hmm. yourself and Hendo's logistics. Uh -huh. And then lastly, your final thought. Mm. You've been dropping jewels all show, but we right. got to, I need you to think about this final thought. This is going to okay. be important. Okay. People holding on to your words. So, first, yeah. where can people connect with you and learn more about the company? Um, you for sure can find uh, my website at hendoslogistics.com if you, if you have any freight that you would like us to move. I'm on Instagram. You can also find me at Henderson, no, at the Samaje Henderson. Um, and then also I'll be dropping a fast track freight broker course that's currently out, but I'm doing a fast track freight broker course ebook for people who don't have as much money, but you still want the knowledge because it's not as much um, freight broker books that I can, that people can access that give you enough, enough knowledge because I had, I was looking for those things, but I really couldn't. Even though I had those books, it really didn't help me as much as I really wanted to. So um, I'm structuring my ebook to be able to help people to get hit the ground. Hit the, that's why it's called Fast Track. So all the mistakes that I said about the relationships, all the mistakes that I made, I'm going to let you know, hey, this is how much your monthly bill is supposed to be when you start off. You know Got I mean? it. So, so I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna play devil's advocate real quick on that. Mm -hmm. You've been in the business for a year. Do mm -hmm. you think you're in position to teach people? Yeah, for why? sure. Because a lot of the mistakes that I made were because of my lack of knowledge, right? So when you're constantly doing something every single day, you learn. You learn the do's and the don'ts, right? So you learn. Hey, this is how much. This this is how much. Just because you spend a lot, don't mean you're supposed to make a lot. That's not how you spoke. Experiment. Right. So you're constantly experimenting with different things. Like I was just reading yesterday, um, I think Thomas Edison, uh, even though he was persistent, you have to also also experiment. Right. So if, if I'm doing something every single day and you're constantly doing the same, if you do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. So if this money over here is not working, maybe I need to change it up and do it over here. And I know what worked for me. So what works for me may work for you. Or if it didn't work for me, you know, you could try something else. Or if it doesn't work for you, them they, they can try. Yeah, something they can trust something else. Got it. Right. Okay. Solid. And then let's go with that final thought, man. What's what do you want to leave the audience with? That um, final jewel. The final jewel is um, be yourself, right? So anything that you do, 
everyone, I want you guys to just understand that everyone's on social media that wants to be this specific person or viewed in this light. It's not always how it looks off the camera, right? So be yourself, be unique, and don't always worry about what other people may have to say about you. Do what you want to do and base whatever company, whatever thing you want to do, base that off your thinking, not off what other people may view it as. Yeah, nah, I like that, man. Good wisdom, man. How do you? 22, 22. 22 years old. Yep, yep. 22 years old. Yeah. You definitely had, I could tell you had a very good upbringing, man. Yeah, for sure. Somebody imparted some good wisdom in yeah. you. Yep, and, sure. and, and it looks like you continue to seek more. Yep, always. That's amazing. Always, That's always. amazing. Congrats, man. All right, Hustle Fam, you know what we do around this time. If you don't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Man, this has been an amazing episode with me and Samajay Henderson, Henko, Hendo's. Henko's. Hendo's Logistics. There's somebody else named Henko. I don't know what it is, but I've said that like three or four times. Hendo's Logistics. We're going to edit that out so okay. it'll look okay. like it was smooth. Okay, um, cool. <laughs> If he might not, he might just leave it in there. But you know, I don't know. Listen, you know what we do around this time. If you smell something burning, you watch the show. What we do? It's uh, only your desire. Come right. on, man. It's you only your desire. My bad. It's only my your bad. desire. It's only your desire. Myself, Samaje, his crew in the back, everybody. We out, y'all. Sure. Later. If you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks. Don't be dumb, this is the place to come. Truck and hustle.